Hashtag Packwatch episode 23. I'm Zach Jewell here with co-host Jack Winter. Um, we got eventful Sunday tomorrow, right? We do. Um, you know, two of the most important games of the year, I would say, in my opinion. You know? I mean, NFL-wise, definitely. Yeah. I don't know about sports-wise, but that's um, we can have that debate another day. Another day. Um, I think, did I, did I go uh, 4-0 in predictions for the, for the... I believe you did. I, I, mean, I did not. I did not. I thought the Purdy party was ending. It's not. It's ending this week, though, and I'm putting my foot down. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about that in a bit. So rundown. Uh, tomorrow's game is pretty important. I think we're going to talk about them a lot. Maybe some college basketball. There's a lot going on in the world. Uh, maybe even the NBA. Some big teams are losing. You know, Shannon Sharp got under got under the Grizzlies' skin. Roy Hachimura. Got big freed. trade. Got freed. Got, big trade. I mean, freed freed to the to the Lakers is is isn't that much more. You know, Wizards to Lakers ain't that big of a deal, At in my least opinion. Bro doesn't have to deal with Kyle Kuzma's pregame fits. Yeah. Okay. So let's go straight into it. Um, the games tomorrow: San Francisco at Philadelphia Eagles, 3 p.m. Who are you taking? I'm gonna stick with my Super Bowl prediction. Bad take. And take the bad 49ers take, bad to take, win. Bad take. Bad take. You know, let me. If it, when it comes down. I've been one, saying this. One shot. When it, com- when it comes down to a offensive battle, you can't have Brock Purdy as your quarterback. It's as simple as that. Here, here's, here's my no, take. it's as simple here's, as that. Here's my take, though. Here's uh-huh. my take. It's not going to be an offensive battle. This, oh, okay. game, this game is going to be a defensive slugfest. Take the under, folks. It won't. I, I take actually the under. disagree that's, with that. That's, that's Jack's lock of the day. That's is, a bad take. Take the under. Um... And I think the 49ers have the better defense of the two, so I think they'll win that battle. You know, I strongly disagree with you, actually. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a like a shootout, but I do think... I think, like, what's the over-under? I don't know, but it's probably, like, around... Scores can be, like, 2014, in my opinion. Interesting. I, I, think, both, I think a team scores in the 30s. I can see, like, a 30 to 24, and I think it ends up with, honestly... The end of the game, if Brock Birdie has the ball at the end of the game, you're, you're screwed. It's as simple as that. And I might be the biggest Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy hater, you know, as of all time. But it's a, it's a, it's a thing that has to happen, you know. I don't think, I don't think he's good. We need, we need that, like, contrasting, you know, devil's advocate viewpoint in this podcast. Like, I'm all in on the 49ers while you are uh, a but full-time I, the, hater. The problem is I've been a full-time hater for so long that, like, it's just, it's a matter of, Look, 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 look. Uh-huh. I do think Brock Purdy, sorry, I do think Brock Purdy's, you know, the narratives, every time people talk about him, it's Mr. Irrelevant. That's annoying. He's irrelevant. Okay. But I just think the 49ers are such a talented team. I think the Eagles are a little... Oh, my fault. You are, think the Eagles aren't talented? No, I think they're fading a little bit, though. And I Why? Think, just because no one's talking about them doesn't mean they're fading. I mean... You know, and I think I wish neither of these teams could make the Super Bowl. To be honest with you, I don't like either of them. But you got to pick one. I'm picking the 49ers. Yeah, I don't think they, the Eagles have answers for all the weapons on that offense. Okay, but but if we if we see the 49ers in the in the Super Bowl, I they won't win it. I don't think that I don't think that I don't think they will. I don't think. But that wasn't my take. You know. Uh huh. Well, well, I don't want to see. When them. I, when I, I like, see competitive when, Super Bowl. When, when I like perfectly predicted uh-huh. the playoffs. Yeah. Um. So far. Uh, I had the Bengals being the Niners in the Super Bowl, and that's still going to happen. Okay. Okay. What we can agree on, though, 
kind of getting into the next game is that the Bills were frauds. I've been saying <laughs> this. What was what was my sticky note, Jack? What was it? The Bills will not be winning the Super Bowl. That's what I said. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. 31 other teams, I know. Not a big deal. But it, it was a big win for me. Big win for me. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, the p- politics and, like, the, you know, off-the-field stories surrounding the Bills aside, I felt like this team was a little overhyped considering the personnel they lost. You know? I, I think it was, I think, honestly, it, when it, it, it comes down to the fact that Josh Allen didn't put play. Didn't play well. Didn't play a good game. No, that, that's what it comes down to. It comes down. Your defense actually played pretty well. My, Mike Hilton owned that man on multiple occasions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you you your defense plays good and gives you multiple opportunities to win the game, mm-hmm. and you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. So now is Josh Allen? What I mean, obviously, still franchise guy, but is this going to be a problem going forward? Do we think that his lack of, like, his ability to win the playoffs, he comes up short every single year? Uh, I mean, more so the way he's played the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. When it matters the most. He, he has not looked like a top five, dare I say, top ten quarterback. Yeah. Against the Dolphins, he was good for the start, and then he just fell apart. And this game, he was just, you know, bad for the entire time. Yeah. Um, you know, the comparisons to Prime Cam Newton will not be tolerated. I mean, Prime Cam was so much better than this guy. So different. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So you picked the 49ers, I picked the Eagles. Yes. Yes. Now we can stop clowning the Bills and mm-hmm. talk about the team the Bills lost to. The Bengals versus the Chiefs. You know, we have very different opinions on this game, I think. And I also think that Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury does not change any of those. That's that's a uh, that's a bit of a crazy take. No, I, I saw him. I saw my practice, you know, and he was fine. Well, I think there's a difference between you know game reps and practice reps. I mean, a high ankle sprain, which I think is what it is, is yeah. not not Ideal. like it's not a no 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 no. It's a big deal. I mean, like it's not a regular sprain. It's like legitimate like major tearing in the ankle yeah but, I've heard. But we're talking about we're talking let, let, let's let's relax Bro, you're, you're literally you're literally like chris collinsworth right now like it's fine, it's Matt, fine. you're 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 munching on it's fine. Patrick Mahomes right it's now. okay it's okay because i see i see pat mahomes and i see his team around him and i think that they can still get it done and i i like the Bengals. i think they're good and i just don't think they get it done so i so, think zach taylor is a fraudulent head coach all right all right this is when it matters most. i think we're going to talk a lot about this because this is a very contentious subject yeah i know what did the Bengals do to Josh Allen last week? They just sent everybody after him. They had Michael Hilton coming in that nickel blitz. Yeah. And Josh Allen had no time to get the ball off. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And he, he just looked fraudulent. But Patrick and, Mahomes and, and that was a healthy Josh Allen who can move. Patrick Mahomes will not be able to move in this game. You saw him at the end of the Jags game. He could not move. Okay, but to so be fair. When pressure is in his face, he, he, he cannot... Make a play. I just I don't think he, he's gonna be able to keep up with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. You know, you know. I don't know. We're never gonna come to an agreement here. So so I don't know why I'm talking. But I, I don't think that. I mean, you, it comes down to the better. It, it's it's gonna come down to the better quarterback. And now, obviously, a healthy Mahomes is clu- absolutely wipes Joe Burrow. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. He wipes wipes Joe Burrow. Now, a high ankle sprain Mahomes and Joe Burrow, I think, are 
you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I think they're pretty even. That's that's a bad take. I think, I like Joe Burrow. I think he's a great quarterback. But Mahomes is, he's about to win his second MVP, you know. He's a, he's a, he's a, by a landslide better than Joe, better than Joe Burrow. So, you know, yeah, I think his ankle injury is going to cause a little bit of problems. A lot of problems. I don't think it's, I, I really don't think so. I think Andy Reid's the better, Andy Reid's going to outcoach Zach Taylor. It's as simple as that. Who's the better coach? But Who's the better coach? Just, uh, say, just say it. Who's the better coach? Zach Taylor's not the one calling defensive plays. I know. I'm aware of who's and, the better coach. And the matchup that's going to be the key matchup in this game is going to be the Bengals' defense versus the Chiefs' offense. I think the other and way. Sure, and sure, Travis Kelsey might have a good game, but like, I just don't think, you know, unless Magic Mahomes pulls out some magic. You know, Which is completely possible. On a high ankle sprain? I, I just... I'm I'm usually not the but guy... But he's not going to be playing like he has a high ankle sprain. You know that, I'm, right? He's going to be playing like his life depends on it. He's gonna be playing like he's completely fine. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. He's gonna, but he's 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 a tough guy. He, look, I, it's, I, it's the playoffs. It's the AFC Championship I, game. I, I just, put everything out I, there. I just don't know about. Look, if if you, I mean, I was a big Joe Burrow. I know hater. Last yes. playoff run, I disliked the guy, mm-hmm. and it was like a personal thing a little bit too. <laughs> but like, I I just did not believe in him. But this year, I've become a Joe Burrow believer. And I just think Joe Burrow versus an injured Patrick Mahomes. And I think, frankly, the Bengals are a better team all around at this point than the Chiefs are. Um, okay. Added by the fact that Joe Burrow and the Bengals are 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, but they're, they're being too cocky calling it Burrowhead Stadium. Like, I think they call it, like, Burrowhead once. And, like, mm-hmm. the mayor of Cincinnati called it Burrowhead. Yeah. That, I was, that was corny, bro. Like, he called him. He asked for a paternity test on uh, saying that Joe Burrow is Patrick Mahomes' father, like this is too corny. It's getting out of hand. And you're telling me right now that you think you. Um, I don't know if you saw the clip, but Travis Kelsey and his brother Jason Kelsey talked about the the inferior podcast. Yeah, yeah. They uh, don't listen to it. Listen to listen to Backwatch. Um, they talked about um, Travis Kelsey gave his reaction to who who called it Burrow had Eli Apple. It was probably Eli yeah. It was Apple probably Eli Apple. Oh my god. But and and Travis was like, okay, like. He, he he's taking that personally. He's taking that one. He's taking that one personally, and, and he's going to come out firing. And they're going to win this game. They're going to win this game at home, in Arrowhead. Where was the game last year? In Arrowhead. Where was the game last year? In Cincinnati. No, no. What? It was the 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 conference championship game last year, which the Bengals won. Was, was in Arrowhead. in Arrowhead. Yeah, I know. So why did you say? It? So why does it matter? Well, why? Okay, I'm, okay. I don't. Because this time. This time they it's don't. It's gonna have, be different this time. It's gonna be it's different just, this time. It, it, it's, you can't you can't expect a young quarter a young team in the Bengals that has a bad has a fraudulent head coach. You can't just call him fraudulent. He's so fraudulent. He's so I I've never been. You you hated Zach Taylor. What happened? What changed? I hate Zach Taylor. He's I, he's getting Zach, carried by his talent. But it's he, look Zach Taylor has created a very good culture in Cincinnati. You can't deny that. Bro, they have Eli, Apple's out, Eli's out, Eli Apple's out there tweeting, look, saying how look, funny look, came Eli, Eli Apple is the exception. The norm is the Bengals have a very good culture. And and Zach Taylor's not the one calling the plays. Sure, I don't think he's the most talented head coach, but he's got... He's I don't su- think he's top 15. That's, that's a little ridiculous. No. He's, a, he's like a fringe top 10 head coach. Just because his team's good doesn't mean you're a good coach. Okay. But coaching isn't just about you know schematics... And whatever it's, it's it's a whole thing. Uh-huh. So like, okay, his, I mean, his yeah. clock management's not good. I'll give you that. I think when that's he, a big deal. I think when he called the plays, he wasn't good. But I think everything outside of that. So he doesn't do anything. Is what you're telling me. He, no, no, no. The culture, you know, the leadership. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. They have a they have a solid culture. Culture. So, so 
I, it's it's not really on Zach Taylor to beat Andy Reid, so I don't I don't I don't consider that a, a matchup. Okay, but then you look at the you look at the rosters. Okay, so I think Tre'Davious Ward can relax with Jamar Chase. <laughs> I I just that's um I I think he can the. The Chiefs have a very aggressive defense. Yeah. They like to blitz a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think Joe Burrow is very good against pressure. As He's Joe Cool, you know? Yeah. So it's just going to take one play where Joe Burrow is able to, you know. By the way, I didn't. I meant Legereus Sneed, not Shadarius Ward. That's my fault. I got the teams. I got the names. That's, that's on me. That's on me. Ward plays for the Niners, For the 49ers, right? yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you have Trent McDuffie, who's... Who's a solid quarterback out of Washington, rookie. He's a rookie. Yeah, and he's doing solid. But, you know, there's also T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd to worry yeah, about. Yeah, okay. That is, you're not wrong. Hayden Hurst, Gamecock legend. But, but okay, who's guarding Travis Kelsey? It's as simple as that. But Travis Kelsey is one man. Okay, I would take, okay, Kadarius Tony versus Eli Apple. It's, 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 versus, it's just as Chidobia Wuzier, but, like, I understand your point. Okay, okay, my fault. Juju, I'm taking Juju over. Um, Juju is not. Eli Apple is so bad. Look, the Eli Apple just because he says dumb stuff. No, 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 he's not. He's burnt toast. He's he's not good, but he's not horrible. I mean, he. No, but you have so many playmakers. I, I, on that I think I think him getting baptized by Cooper Cup <laughs> warped people's like like. He's not a horrible corner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's I, not gonna I, let Juju go for. 15 catches, 200 yards. Now yeah. now that I said that, Juju's about to, you know, yeah. take the over on, on Juju, Juju receiving, receiving yards. But I I, I like, I, I do think that Kadarius Tony will, will if it, like, it, when it comes down to it, he's a better, he's fast, he's a better receiver than the uh, Bengals corners by, by, a, by a pretty large margin. So, I'm taking, yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I know exactly what you're thinking and I'm going to say it. You ready? I'm taking, in, in, a, in a game to 10, you know, one-on-one rounds, I'm taking the Chiefs defense over the Bengals offense. That's a crazy take. And the Chiefs offense over the Bengals defense. Um, I'm, I'm not even going to address that because that's a bad. Take. That's a bad take. But you know, okay, okay. What 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 is the quintessential Chiefs play on offense? You know, last year it was you know Tyreek Hill finding deep, but this year. It's been Patrick Mahomes. It's, it, it's, it's running around the pocket and escaping Tra- and finding Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes won't be able to move, bro. He cannot feel his leg. I don't have an issue with he that. He can't feel his leg. I don't leg. have an issue with that. And okay. he, might be, he might be able to move in the first quarter when all those painkillers are injected into him. But he's going to take more as, as soon as, as soon as it starts to wear half. off, as soon as he starts to feel it, I, I think, look, my prediction is the Chiefs go up 10-0. Okay. And the Bengals score. If the Chiefs go up 10-0, they're not, the, the Bengals are not coming back. The Bengals are going to score. It's it, like a... a Bunch of like they're going on a run. Okay, official score. prediction right now. What is it? Like score wise? Yep. Bengals win 35-24. Hmm. Okay. That's just too many points. That's too many points. For I'm, the sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Legarius Sneed is going to lock many, up that's, Jamar Chase. That's too many points. Honestly, that's just too many points. And I'm going to take the Chiefs winning this game in a good, a solid. 24, 27-31 game. Yep. Come back to this moment in this podcast. 16-06. Exact 
second on the dot. Actually, plus our intro, maybe like good old 1609. It's gone. That's all right. Come back. We'll see. Because I'm right and you're wrong. Now, I think that was an interesting segment, you know? First time in a while, we've like strongly just ha- had like separate takes. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. And it's gonna be, it's gonna suck when you're wrong. We, we gotta start artificially doing that because, like, you know, on first take, we don't we don't fake that stuff though. Yeah, like first take, like they they don't disagree with each other most of the time. Like Stephen A. Smith is just making stuff up, but exactly. we're we're real, you know, we're real we're people real. like that. Okay, um, you know, I want to talk about before we talk about college basketball. I want to talk about the NBA. Okay. Because it's um, it's kind of weird. Also, also there was a, a new head coach we can talk about later. We'll talk. We'll talk about Frank. We'll talk about Frank in a bit. Okay. Don't. Don't worry. I, I don't, we're we're going to talk about Frank. Um, so, real quick with the NBA. Um, you know, the East sucks. It's as simple as that. And I've, I've been saying this. Now, you can you can say the East has the better top teams, which I think they do. But once you hit, like, the, the fifth team in the, in the East, mm-hmm. like, they're just not good teams. Yeah. Um, I don't even – I mean, I think – I still think the Nets are fraudulent. Really, I I, I think the Nets are pretty good. I, I think I know Katie's hurt, but I, Kyrie's playing very well. We're looking at two All Star starters. I'm I'm just worried about the depth in that team mm-hmm. come playoff time. I think they're a very good team, but I yeah. don't know if they can stack up with you know the Bucks, Bucks, Philly, this, yeah. Brooklyn. But uh, Cavs are fraudulent, in my opinion. I don't think they're fraudulent. I think they're just they're well they're in a slump currently. But I I I think. I don't know. I think when it comes down to it, you know, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to give Kevin Love a lot of playoff minutes if you want to win games. He's the only guy that's that's been there. Like I'm so serious. Like I think that, like, you're gonna have to give him some minutes. You're gonna look at you're gonna look at your your two centers, in Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, and have to. I don't think come playoff time it's gonna it's gonna be a vital strategy. I don't think it's gonna work. Also, like when they traded Laurie Markkinen, I feel like they lost. You know, all that height they had before. And now they just have Donovan Mitchell, you know, uh, Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. I feel like they're too reliant on Garland and Mitchell. Yeah. Which come playoff time, too, like, small guards. Which is why they're they're losing games with yeah. only one of them in. Yeah. So, I'm, I, I don't think anything beyond the Cavs are a real threat. You know, playoff Jimmy Butler could always come alive. but Yeah, and I think my, I think my pick for the... Uh, for the East is the same as preseason, and I'm going to take the Bucks. I don't remember. You, t- you took the Sixers. Yeah, I, I, I still agree with that take. Yeah, I think that's a good take. And now, in the West, we're looking at, honestly, a very weak West. The Kings. But I also think that it's a really weak West because of some injuries. In, like, like come playoff time, okay, a five-seed, fully healthy Phoenix Sun team that could be a problem. That uh, you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A Devin Booker healthy, you know? Yeah, they are twenty five and twenty five right now. But but um, when De- Devin Booker comes back, they're gonna win more games. They're gonna end the season with forty plus wins. Okay, they're gonna be forty plus wins. They're gonna be out there and they're gonna forty five plus wins or even, and they're gonna be like a six seed, a seven seed. They're gonna win the play in and, mm-hmm. and go and play the one seed Denver Nuggets, who's not yeah. a better team. Not a better team. I'm 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 looking at this West and you know. Denver doesn't really scare me. No, I, I and think neither I, do the Grizzlies. Honestly, Grizzlies don't scare me. The Kings don't scare me. The Kings are the, fraudulent. The Pelicans, are who I think are good. The, the Pel- a healthy Pelicans team scares me. Okay, now no Zion is 
No. That's why they're losing games. But but a healthy Pelicans game. And, and a, a rarely healthy Clippers team is also a legitimate me. threat. But I it's it's just too rare. It's too rare. Dallas Dallas Luka no has no help. Warriors if they get it together, maybe. I, I think they can. I think they can. I think T Wolves T Wolves could climb, I think. I think they I mean they're climbing now. They're but, six uh, and four in the last uh, ten. Until they get a real point guard. It's and I want to see what happens when Carl Anthony Towns comes back because they're winning games without him. And then it's all, I, I mean, I know it's cliche, but if the Lakers can make a move I do, I do and, get, and get rid of Westbrook and get some I quality I Westbrook's pieces. playing great. No, 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 no. He is not playing great. He's playing good off the bench. He's, he's not playing. But the, the reality is when you're, when you're paying a bench player max, the $47 million, dollars, yeah. the, the rest of your team is going to be hurting. So if you're able to, you know, turn Westbrook into like two to three Really good role players. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you have to give a couple first round picks in the future, but you have LeBron and Anthony Davis right now. I mean, yeah, they're playing. I mean, when they're healthy, yeah. they're playing some great basketball. Yeah, you you just need some more depth on that team. You don't have your your uh, when Austin Reeves is out there like throwing up shots as like your third main scorer. You got an issue. I think the Royal Hachimura move was a good start. I think, it was, I think it was a good move because I mean Kendrick Nunn. They had too many guards anyway. Yeah, they had to get rid of him. So if they could get a big. And, and, you know, I, I feel like they could, you know, Thomas Bryant's been good recently. Yeah, I think but, they could do, Lonnie Walker's playing solid. I mean, we're looking at, we just need some more depth on that team. They need a, yeah. they need a solid, uh, a solid, um, a solid number three guy. Yeah. And, you know, NBA News just dropped two seconds ago. Miles Turner just had, uh, got an extension, which is kind of weird considering the immense amount of trade rumors we were looking at. For years, a two-year, sixty million dollars extension um, includes seventeen million dollars added on to this year's salary. That's crazy. Which is a lot of money for a guy. For a pay, first of all, a Pacers team that's not good. No, the Pacers got a. I mean, they're technically in the play-in right now. They're one and nine. Their last ten. They're not looking like a good team. Uh, you, Tyrese Halliburton is the only reason. They've got a. I mean, if they could pair Tyrese with. They have. They have the two. They have two of the best rookies in the league. Currently. Mm-hmm. And if they could get a, you know, get a good big. I don't, it, it's probably not going to be Webb and Yama at this point. But if they yeah. could get a good big in the draft, you know, because Miles Turner is not going to be there forever. I mean, he's there. Miles Turner can play the four very easily. I just I just don't know what the direction this this Pacers team is. They got very lucky. I Bye. expected them. I I on yeah. They got the thing is I expected them to fully blow up their team, which is I think what they were going to do coming into the year. Mm-hmm. But then they figured out they had some gems in the draft, mm-hmm. Benedict and I forgot the other guy's name. But they they, they have two of the best, um, two of the best rookies. And then you know you've Chris Duarte who, who's fine. He, yeah. He's playing. He and he's gonna get better. He's a second year player. And you have Tyrese Halburn who's. You know the assist leader currently playing out of his mind. I, I think he's going to be a superstar in the future, in my opinion. You but, do? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he's. He, I mean, he's close to that already. Yeah. And and so yeah, I think this is a this is a move to the Miles Turner two year extension is a move to try to do something in the mm-hmm. next two years, which I think is a bad move because how not only how like good the best teams in the East are, but also how how bad your team is right now. It kind of reminds me of the Hornets a couple years ago where you had a super promising young point guard, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, LaMelo Ball, and then they just had a bunch of, like, this kind of weird, loose parts veterans making a ton of money around him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pacers could compete for a play-in right now. Yeah. But a couple of years down the line when those guys, you know, regress and you're kind of stuck with those contracts and Tyrese Halliburton— happy. 
you, I mean, some these teams have just got to commit to you know building a young core. As much as the Rockets suck, you know they're committed to building the young core. As much as the, I mean, as much as the Pistons suck, they're committed to building the young core. I mean, I would say as much as the um, Thunder suck, but they're one game below five hundred. Yeah, I mean, this, but this, they've, they've been doing that for the past couple of years. Yeah, so. yeah. So, okay, cool. Let's go. We're, we're, now we're gonna talk about Frank, big old Frank Reich, huh? Reich. How, what do we think? Reich, Frank Reich, how, how are we feeling? Because I, I don't like the move. I honestly don't like the move. Frank Reich threw the first touchdown pass in Carolina Panthers history. Oh, we're, start, we're starting like this. In 1995. <laughs> we're starting like this. And he will lead the Panthers uh-huh. to their first Super Bowl. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm smiling right now. I, um, I know you don't like it. Don't lie to yourself. Don't try to, don't try to like talk that you like it because we both know you don't like it. No. Um... I think judging a coach a hire is, is like usually you should hold judgment. Of course, there are some obvious bad hires, you know. Um, Adam Gase to Adam the Jets. Gase. You, but, like, Frank Reich has a winning record. Yeah. Um, of course, like, my dream hire was probably, like, Jim Harbaugh or, or you know. Mm-hmm. I definitely wanted some of the experience. And, you know, Frank Reich has experience. And, and to be fair, Wilkes was pretty was, – was pretty good and and if Reich if Reich was Wilkes was de- defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator he was defensive okay so if Reich gets rid of him that's a huge mistake not only for I understand maybe their systems don't correlate but you got to get the guy a job because he will be gone if you don't first of all and the players love him um so from what I've heard is you know Wilkes is probably not gonna end up with the organization just because it's just such a bad idea. Well, first of all, you know, for a coach to, like, just take a demotion like that, it's just not a good look, like, mm-hmm. from an agent perspective. I guess. And second of all, I don't think Reich's going to want him as a distraction in the locker room. Because yeah. think about it. If, like, you have your ex-coach there, I mean, apparently, like, you know, 15 leaders of the Panthers is already like, all right, we're cool with Reich, you know? Wilkes mm-hmm. is our guy, but, like, we're cool with this guy. Yeah. I, I think, do you, th- do you think they should have taken Wilkes as their head coach? You know, a couple of days ago when I heard you know, Reich and Wilkes, like the final two guys. Yeah. I I mean, it really depends on the kind of staff Wilkes was going to put together. It's because it's a lot. It's a lot easier for Reich to go out and get his guys yes. compared to Wilkes because yeah. of his his relationships yeah. with other people. We're looking at Reich. Look, he's looking at Fangio right mm-hmm. now. Fangio's top two candidates, mm-hmm. uh, defensive coordinator jobs are at Miami and mm-hmm. uh, Carolina. I think he's going to go to Miami personally, but I, I think I think it's it's very possible either. Uh, but you know. Definitely, the relationship that he has with other coaches helps him when he's hiring his personnel. So I, I think that's gonna be fine. Um, now, so I don't like. I, I'm not a huge fan of the hire, but but you can only do so much. I feel like if the Panth, I think the Panthers. If I had to guess, I, I, I guess you know it's kind of my. The dream is at this point is you know we sign Jacoby Brissett in the offseason as a bridge you, I quarterback. Think, I think I Cause think they're, you they're, have to blow up the team. I think you have to blow. Up no, the team. no, no. I, I, I think that's this team is a team that went you know six and six down the stretch last year, and there's a lot but of it's talent not the on ta- it. It's not the talent. I don't think it's the talent. I think it's the. I think that was rallying behind Steve Wilkes, knowing that you have a chance at the playoffs. That that is the reason I think they won six games and uh, they went six and six down the stretch, and I think that it comes down to it. They're not. They're not a. They're not a very talented team. You have some, you have some pieces. You have DJ Moore. Who I'm surprised is still there. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I free DJ Moore. Um, you have, you have JC Horn, right? You have top five corner. He's playing very. He played very well. Top, um, not a top seven corner. Yeah. 
Um, you have, I mean, Jeremy Chin took a step back, but he, he saw it. If, if we got the right coordinator defensively. So, but my, I, I don't like it. I don't like my, it. My indictment on Wilkes, first of all, his Arizona tenure. Mm-hmm. We all know that was a disastrous year when he yep. was the head coach in Arizona. Yeah. That one year before Kyler Murray with, you know, nine mistakes ahead of me, Josh Rosen. That was bad. Yeah. Second of all, you know, Wilkes, you know, that game against the Bucks, the Panthers were up like two scores entering the fourth quarter. Yeah, they lost the game. And they just could not make the defensive adjustments. Correct. And to that, cover is, Mike that, is, that is Wilkes' fault. And that is a complete overlap. I don't, I don't care that we were, you know, had to start Josh Norman. You can, you know, you can scheme to a certain extent, not letting up. Two like eighty yard touchdowns. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. So, so in 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 a uh, in short, because I want to talk about one more thing before we end it off. I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the hire. Okay, but I think it's it, we have to see how it plans out. Now, a coaching job we don't have to see plan out is Nathaniel Hackett, because if you don't get, if you, I'm gonna say confidently, if they do not get Aaron Rodgers, it's a bad, it's a bad hire. It's a bad hire either way. Well, well, his his job, his job for the organization currently is to. Get Aaron Rodgers on the team. Yeah. So if he does that, he's fulfilling what he was supposed to do. And then if he if Aaron Rodgers plays well, you know that it was Russ's fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know that it's not a terrible I, I think their decision to go after Aaron Rodgers is actually the incorrect decision, even though I understand that a lot you, of people You just don't want him in the division. No, I, be real. okay, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think the Jets are that complete of a team to the point where they get Aaron Rodgers their two rule contenders. Okay, Here, here's my take. Mm-hmm. So, the Broncos hired Nathaniel Packett for the same reason. They wanted to get Aaron Rodgers. That didn't work out. Uh-huh. Um, so, I don't know if it'll work out for the Jets. I mean, well, they've, they've, they've probably got like a 30% chance. And I don't, I don't like those odds. If I'm a head coach, and it, like Robert Sully is like banking his job oh, on getting Aaron Rodgers. 100%. And if you don't, like you are... You are rough. I think I think if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, you have to go another year with Zach Wilson. And and, and second of all, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is like notorious for like running his own offense and not oh, and not listening to not the play caller. Oh my god, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. So so I think that's Dif- what, it's dysfunctional either way. You get it, Rodgers. You have talent. You have a better your mm-hmm. offense will be better. Um, I think it, it depends on and your defense is good. Mm-hmm. Your defense is good, and I don't think the defense will ever be a problem for the Jets with Robert Sala at head coach because I think he his schemes are very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the offense was a problem last year because of Zach Wilson, but I also think there was there's there's more holes to fill in that offense than just the quarterback position, which is why I think it's a bad hire. I think if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, and we'll probably have like an offseason preview of episode, course. but if they get Rodgers, their ceiling is probably like those like. 2019 Packers teams, like they made the conference championship game, but they didn't really ever feel like. I I, the best did, team I, I think that's too that's too high. I think they lose in the divisional round. I think they can get a playoff win out of that, and then then it collapses. Yeah, and and you know Aaron Rodgers did not look good this year. Yeah, I mean so, look, he, he you know came alive down the stretch, but can we really say the talent on that Jets team is much better than the Packers team a couple can. years ago with Devonte Adams? And, you can't. You know. So, so yeah. okay, this is we we've been rambling for a while, so. I'm Zach Jewell. I'm Jack Witter. And this was Hashtag Packwatch.